Hello everybody and welcome once again to The Brink, the most deliciously awesome podcast anywhere in the world and the only thing that you should be doing right now is listening to my voice because that's clearly what you're doing. Episode 40 of the Rebooted Rejig Podcast. Did you ever think we were going to get it this far? I did because I have no life. But other than that, I, I don't know if you did because if you've been listening to us from the beginning, then we appreciate your support. Another big episode today, as we have all the time. We've got new segments, new Forget the Lyrics again. Who doesn't want to get excited about that? And lots of other things uh, coming your way throughout this episode. But uh, we will also say, as we often do start off the episode with, a big thank you to everybody who listened during the week and just uh, looking at our listenership countries throughout uh, the last seven or so days. Obviously, once again, our Australian uh, audience doing quite well, our Canadian audience doing quite well, and uh, our Indian audience. We have listeners in India this week. So um, hello to everybody listening to us. In uh, India, again, not sure if it's a case of that you may be travelling and you want to take the brink with you. You got lost when you were trying to find uh, that Jack Black TV show that they did a few years ago, so you accidentally downloaded this. Um, or you just genuinely found us and you think we're pretty good. So we'll see if our Indian uh, listenership level keeps up in the coming weeks. If not, well, uh, we hope you enjoyed the one episode that you listened to and uh, sorry that you didn't want to stick around. <laughs> A week of talking to 15-year-olds because it's time for... Dakota. Uh, ding, 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 ding. It's a Dakota. Hello, Dakota. I thought I would add because it's the what does the fox say and then it's... Yeah, cool. Whatever. Hey. What does Dakota say? Yeah. Uh, how's it hanging? What's what's cracking a lacking? Back by your couch again. You are. You just keep coming over. Yeah. You just can't That's, leave. I cannot. You are the can't Captain Cook, yeah. except you actually step foot. We did yeah. that last week. Oh, See yes, what I we did. did. There? Oh, glad you remember. I remember. Now, last week, we left on a bit of a cliffhanger, we I did. felt, yeah. because uh, you talked about, uh, I asked you, are you a Beck man or a yes. Will man? You're like, I'm a Cassie man. Well, really, I'm a Nick McKim man, but... Oh, yeah. you're a bit of the Mickey. Yeah, I love Mick. He's great. The Mickey Kim. Nick. Nick. I love Nick. Nick. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Is he? He should be Prime Minister. Have you hung out with him? Yeah. Said good day. Nah, yeah. Said what's up, Nick? Yeah, he's great. He's yeah, very he's very humble, very honest. I like Peter Wish Wilson because he's got an awesome last name. Because I yeah, wish right. I wish upon Wilson. <laughs> yeah, you whatever. know, whatever. What's the leader's name? Dina Tali. I, I no one knows who the Greens leader is. Well, it used to be um, Bob Brown. It's just some random chick. And then it was um, that awful woman who we had, I interviewed her once. Oh yeah, her. Um, I think it's still her. She annoyed the fuck out of me. No, she she left. Oh, really? um, what was her name? Why have we gone blank on her? She was a bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do I do remember her, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, like, in all seriousness, before I rip shit into you for your terrible <laughs> political choices, uh, what is it about the Greens? I just, I, they're all for like equality and all for like, obviously they want to help the trees and stuff. They're, green, the, they're yes. greenies. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you just read some of their policies, they've just got it like kind of the right idea in terms of moving forward in like um, socially and economically and all that kind of thing. Do you, do you just really randomly, do you remember 2010 election when Julie Gillard used the term moving forward? That's always ever poisoned yeah. to me. I mean, I love Julie Gillard, yeah. but just, okay, like legitimate question though for you, and I'm not trying to be a dick here. Please realize this is coming from a good place. You do generally realize though, by voting green, you're not really going to, have your vote count too much because the Greens won't form a majority, so yep. therefore Cassie O'Connor won't be Premier. But I don't really care. So it's more of a, a statement yeah. vote. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't bother me that, like, I wouldn't be having, like, real a real say in, like... But um, a lot of, like, young people my age who I talk to... Fifteen. Yep. Um, hey, agreement with it this week! There we go. <laughs> just because I wanted to keep talking. Fair enough. Um, 
actually cut like I've talked to a few people and they do vote want to vote green. Like. Look, look, I, I I'm being a dick. I mean, yeah. look, you can vote for whoever the fuck you want. Exactly. You can vote for the fucking Mad Hatter's yeah. bastard party of Tasmania. Arguably, Clive Palmer's the real MVP here. Look, I like Clive Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, Clive <laughs> Palmer's been on this show again. I'm just like to brag who's been yeah. on the show. I mean, I, I I interviewed Clive and he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, he followed me on Twitter as soon as uh. I interviewed. him. He still <laughs> follows me on Twitter actually. Funnily enough, so I could DM him right now. Like, sup, Clive? What's going on? Um, look, I. I find it interesting when it comes to elections and, and like, you can vote for whoever you want. And, like, I, I don't doubt one day Greens could be in power. I, I mean, it, it could happen. People could be so pissed off with our current climate and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, I, I will say I did agree strongly with the Greens policy uh, that they had at one of the elections where they were going to basically fight for dental and dentistry to be yeah. classified under the Medicare system because yeah. they're, like, uh, the teeth are part of your body. Yeah. So, therefore, that should be exactly. under yeah. the same classification. Yeah, going to make... They want to make education cheaper as well for everyone. My my biggest my biggest uh, thing and like look, I I I have a I have a respect for politicians that I feel some people don't, and I'm sure you do. I shouldn't classify myself. You've you've dealt with a lot of politicians in, you know, your yeah, role as young you. citizen of the century, yeah. whatever the fuck you are. Uh, Glocky still doesn't have a council, by the way. It's still no, your fault. Yeah. Um. As soon as as soon as like next year rolls over and there's a new young citizen of the year, the council's going to be back. I guarantee. Exactly. You. But I mean, look, I have. I have an utmost respect for most of them just because it's a lot harder than it seems. Like, and, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand. And we go into an election and you're like, oh, they're going to make dentistry part yeah. of the body. They're going to make education cheaper. They're going to save the trees. Um, they're going to make cakes not as flat. Um, but then it's like it, it kind of comes into it. It's like they can't do it like straight away and then people complain about it. You know no, what I mean? No, no politician can do what they like say they're going to do straight away. Well, that's case in point, Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, but that's a president, not prime minister. Is that like. shit? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 a complicated system, and this is what I think people just don't understand. It's like, oh, you know, look at fucking, you know, Tony Abbott. He, I don't know what he did, yeah. but like, oh, look at. So really, <laughs> what they promising? Like when they promise that well, they'll do something, it means they'll promise to at least try and get a bill passed for it. Yeah. And then there's a debate, and that's kind yeah. of the Democrat. The, the funniest thing with that, though, is is this whole plebiscite debate. I know we keep coming on to yeah. the plebiscite, but how basically uh, Turnbull and all that are kind of like, we promise we would do this, so we're keeping our election yeah. promise. Election promises are very important. It's like, dude, you broke like 30 of the other ones, but this yeah. is the one you want to keep when no one fucking yeah. wants it. You're going to spend $122 million no, on this? I think there should be a plebiscite every fucking time there's a bill going to be passed. It depends on what it is. I th- actually, I read a very good point. We were talking about the Australia debate, debate last week. Um, but I actually read a very good uh, thing online saying that why don't, to kill two birds with one stone, you just put two questions on the plebiscite. Be like, yeah. should same-sex marriage in Australia be legal? Yeah. Yes or no? And should Australia Day yeah. be on a different day? I'm keen to see what the questions are. In this one. It's going to be completely long-winded and worded very yeah. in a way that... If yes is a majority, they can argue against. And, you know, I think I was talking to this wasn't I about the whole Republic debate in yeah. '99, where basically what basically defeated it was the way the question <laughs> yeah. was worded, yeah. and that was a referendum, so that was bound by law. Whereas this is only a plebiscite, so again the government can be like, ah, yeah, fuck off, and yeah. screw it up and put it in the bin. Even then, though, after like it's passed, it still has to go to the Senate. Have you seen the advertising for it yet? I, I, no, I, I mean, I don't really I watch don't, Free to Air, but I'm, really I'm look looking forward to these ads. I'm looking forward to, you know, I think Ian Thorpe is the face of the Yes campaign. Thorpe. really interesting that happened at uni yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, So the LGBTI Society Mm -hmm. um, set up a stall. Yep. um, Encouraging people to, like, enroll to vote. Guess who set up next to them? 
Ian Thorpe. The Christian Society. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was there like a debate. I, I found on, much amusement. No, there was no debate, but I just found it really amusing. And what what did you did you talk to any of them or? No, oh, some guy was like, Oh, have you enrolled to vote yet? I'm like, Yes, and then kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually um I remember at uni they used to have the the socialists would um I don't know if there's still a thing around uni. I mean, I'm old, but know. they used to have like the socialists uh, set up. And uh, Anthony, who used to be a co-host on the show, because uh, we were both doing intro to government, and we were both in different classes, but we had to do in one of our tutorials. I think we had to get up and we had a political party, and we had to like explain their ideals and you know just whatever. And so he chose the socialist party, so he could basically li- walk outside his tute and go, "G'day, Jim. Would you like to come and join me in the yeah. tutorial and help explain?" So he like got bonus points for yeah. basically bringing someone yeah. in. And um, yeah, society. It's a society's day. I know that's obviously yeah. recently. Next semester. Did um. So you haven't been to one yet? No, I went when I was, but I wasn't at uni, so I couldn't sign up to. Well, I was going to say, did did they have all like the politicians? Like, did they have like the Labor Society table with like a Peck White and I, the Liberal one? With, you know, there was I mean? too many people even like because I remember that the, how so many people go to society. How table. we got politicians on this show to begin with? Our very first proper guest was Lisa Singh, yeah. and I drunkenly went up to her on Society's Day and was like, "I fucking voted for you last year. Do you want to come on my radio show?" And she did. Uh, and there was a liberal person, I can't remember who it was, and they never came on the show. So, because <laughs> that was legitimately true. Lisa Singh was the very first person that I gave my number yeah. one vote to in like the Lisa 2006 Singh. election. Yeah. I do too. I, I, I quite like Lisa Singh. Yeah. She's a very nice lady. Um, I don't know what else the fuck we're talking about. We're just going randomly over. Are you looking forward to voting? I love voting. Ah. Um, voting in the election. Uh, we'll go with the state election because yeah. uh, like, the plebiscite's different because it's a, yeah. it's in the mail. It's not the real experience. I'm talking about yeah. actual go to a polling booth, going in there, filling in all the numbers because I fill in literally every single number. Last yeah. year in the state federal election, they're like, "Oh, you can just put a one, or if you want to fill in all 50 I'm yeah. like, "I'm no. fucking filling in all, all five. fifty. Yeah, all fifty. 50. There were senators. You had to yeah, fill right. in like fifty five, yeah, one to fifty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm, I'm actually pretty keen to actually. Have my vote. It's it's incredible feeling. Yeah, you go into that cool. voting booth yeah. and you're like, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, and you leave and you're like, oh, will my vote count? Yeah, but obviously I live in like a very not very nice neighbourhood. You live in Chigwell, so my th- oh yeah, so my whole thing is like the Chigwell Community Centre, and so not many of like the Chigwellians, um, Chigwellites would really Chigas. give a shit about voting. Like, you know, they're called Chiggers, right? Ch- I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> I can see with that is that. No one there would vote. Yeah. Because they're fucking, I'm not fucking voting. He's fucking going to fucking thing yeah. fucking about it. Yeah. That's a little bit too little. That's fucks, pretty yeah. much what the, yeah. Well, you can go to other, as long as you're within Denison. You don't have no, to right. go to I one. Because I could go to Norkin. So, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you could go to, uh, you know, the most northern part of of Denison. Yeah. I mean, you could go to downtown Hobart and it's fine. Yeah, right. You know, you don't have to be like... Yeah, fucking, I'm fucking chickweed, fucking that. You'd be like, hello, I'm from downtown Hobart. I'm yeah. here to cast my yeah. vote in the election. <laughs> um, maybe they'll think you're from Sandy Bay. Yeah, or exactly. Like that. That's why I like I like driving to the uni because we were. Yeah. It's I I usually go to my old primary school. I usually go to Glenorchy Primary yeah, right. just because I want to. Like, there's a one time I'm allowed on school grounds. Old primary school. Uh, you know, if I generally walk around Glenorchy Primary on other days, yeah, that's not cops are yeah. cold. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's like the one time I generally. Do that, and I actually should. I wouldn't mind doing it next time. Maybe I'm sure they have voting at at Newtown High, my old high school. Um, yeah. Although I did visit that a few times when I was in college. I don't know why. I hated high school, and I like primary school. It's weird, that isn't it? You know how no. I went back to the place I hated. Yeah, I loved though. high school. Yeah, but you were like you only you were there like last year, so it's fresh it in your mind. It was. It, was oh, it freaks me out because it was almost three years ago. Oh my fucking god! Three years, you old fart. 
It's fuck four, off. 14 years, 14 years for me. <laughs> Try that, right? Nearly half my life ago, I was uh, at high school. I'd that's fuck, that's scary saying yeah, that. Yeah, isn't it? That is really, really <laughs> scary. Do you I mean do you are you at that point where you still talk to again, the brink we just talk about everything. Do you talk to a still a lot of people from high school? I or don't. is it kind of at that point where you're starting to drift apart? I've hardly talked to, to anyone from high school. Really? Most of the friends I have now are just friends come over from college. Cool. I still I've got about one friend that I've kept from primary school. So I was about to ask, primary yeah. school is the, the real keeper. Yeah. Who's your longest friend? My longest friend. As in terms of length-wise, I don't know about the penis size. I mean, if you measure your dicks, that's fine. That would be Dylan from... So he's got a big dick. I mean, you know him from primary school? (laughs) That was inappropriate. Stop asking about Dakota's friend's dicks. I know him him as far back as kinder. Kinder? Yeah. And what is it about Dylan that has remained... It's just a really sexy body, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's why I'm friends with him. I don't know. I think I'm just friends with him because I'm just friends with him. Like... He's just, he's just hung around. Yeah. Basically. Around, sitting around with Dylan. Do you not have friends like that, though? They just kind I of, didn't have friends. Fr- yeah, <laughs> when you did have friends. Oh, those were the days. There's friends that, like, have kind of just hung around you know, and you can't really get rid of. Like, you know, I don't know about you in terms of your friends, but, like, sometimes the conversation will come like, how did you guys meet? And there are some friends of mine who I'm like, yeah, I remember this moment. Like, yeah. jo- Josh, I don't think you've ever met Josh. Like, yeah. he founded this show. Um, <laughs> he, I remember clear as day, grade nine, he was a new student at school. We were in health class. We were both sitting on the fence. He really had been there for, like, a day. And, you know, new kid at school, not going to fit in. And I was the loser in the health class because you know all the kids would bash me and I'd just be sitting on my own and I kind of just he was sitting next to me like you and I sitting here in the house and I sort of he had shorts and I said this big scratch on his leg and I'm just kind of like what'd you do to your leg and he's like oh I fell off a bike and from there we just started talking we became friends simple but there are friends when I had them that I like I couldn't remember like my yeah. my no. group of four that I was in in high school one of them was from primary school, so he kind of like, you know, went over. But the other two guys that were in my group, uh, I know I met them through one of a, a friend who I was, who I met in one of my other classes in grade seven, who I then wasn't friends with a year later, because he decided that he was cool and decided to leave us losers away. But yeah, I just couldn't remember the exact moment. Do you yeah. remember the exact moment you were friends with Dylan or no, any I of your other friends? No, at all. No? I think, was, I think like, because in primary school, you kind of just like, you kind of just talk and then all of a sudden, like friends appear like. yeah it's just like pop there you go yeah well, i mean you got to remember with me though you remember yeah. meeting me i don't remember the exact moment i met you but it was, no, at, it was um, obviously at the, the youth conference. forum was it 2013 yeah the hobart the deck yeah. yes and then i remember coming I to a glenorchy Glen- youth forum thing not long after and you i think you got talking to me because you liked formula one yes and then you wanted to come on the radio yeah, yeah, and then you yeah, just wouldn't I fucking leave me alone and i was like oh, i want to come on the radio show yeah yeah and, and then I you just, just yeah haven't left exactly and now you're in my house yeah so that <laughs> <laughs> no, was it was like a, uh, what happened because i did a like a thing on edge i did a like a shadow day at edge because mm, mm, mm-hmm. i was a fucking idiot yeah um and then um i mentioned that i've met you before and then the Mark Cutler when, yeah, Mark, he, when yeah. he had it when it, it was like, used oh. to be run decently like I was like oh I was thinking of um, getting on, going on Ben's show and then doing like a thing as a, like an internship type thing. I actually remember that because yeah. I remember Mark like ringing me or yeah. talking to me he's like oh Dakota he, he likes you he wouldn't stop talking about you and then Mark like, was like fucking do it and I'm like oh yeah okay yeah no but, I wouldn't I'd stop talking about 
fucking <laughs> what are you saying you're in love with me Dakota it's oh like, yes right. you know it's a funny story people listening to this so they're basically like so Ben you were uh, MC at a youth conference mainly of what middle teenagers yeah. what like 13 to yeah. 17 year olds and you befriended one yeah <laughs> I did like, let's be honest I just go to these youth con- yeah. conferences like, oh we're all the 15 year olds at least you're not a female well, that's I mean, a bit more creepy well not really you'd be 18 by now I could have a crack uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you Don't. know Legal age at all? Even it's not even statutory if you're over eighteen. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow, well, Ben, you know your rape laws. I'll leave, uh, I'll leave that there. <laughs> I think we yeah, need to you leave. You know this. your rape laws very well. <laughs> it, it's it's always a down point of the conversation when somebody knows their rape laws. <laughs> you're very in touch with the rape laws, Ben. <laughs> all right, we'll end this segment. We'll have you back next week. Thanks, Dakota. You're uh, welcome. See ya. <laughs> We, of course, last week said that uh, live performance pretty much was the last one that we uh, had from the uh, archives. Well, we have one more to bring you today uh, here on The Brick, and this will be the last time you hear it unless we end up getting people coming and performing for us live uh, on the podcast itself. Uh, a few weeks back uh, on High Noon, what actually would turn out to be the final ever episode of High Noon, uh, we had good friend on the show, Jax, and she had a band in there, Jax and the Waywood. They had their new single uh, to perform from their new EP, which is out now, by the way, folks, the EP is called Push and they sang for us live in studio the title track from that EP. So let's hear this is the last ever live performance you'll hear here in the brink until we start getting other live performances on here. It's Jackson the Waywood performing Push live on High Noon only a few weeks back. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. <laughs> Just 
uh, did this last week in terms of that we actually brought some originals to the table. Seems that uh, we can't do this on a radio show anymore. We thought we'd actually do this properly on a podcast. I do, of course, speak of... It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Oh, it's Forget the Lyrics and we still have 15-year-olds hovering around. What's up, Dakota? I'm 18. Yep, you really aren't. Um, so we're doing, Fucking am. We did last week in terms of both having solo, both having a duet. We're starting off with you as a solo again because yes. um, you should go first because you're 15. Uh, right. Now, you are the only person on planet Earth that actually can utter the phrase, I like Smash Mouth. So yeah, you, I guess <laughs> I am, yeah. We, 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 back on High Noon, I think we did basically all three Smash Mouth thongs, thongs, yeah. songs that were in existence. And I've discovered another. Apparently there are more than <laughs> yeah. three. There's apparently yeah. more than All Star, Walking on the Sun, and I'm a Believer. Yep. Uh, we have the, when the morning, is it then the morning comes? Then the morning comes. Then the morning comes. Uh, Smash Mouth. All right, so I'm going to come up with a subject matter. Your subject matter is being a fan of Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really a proper fan of Smash Mouth. I just like this. Well, you've got to try and talk about being Fuck. a fan of Smash Mouth. All right. Okay. Jesus. Good. Okay. Here is Dakota Leary singing to Smash Mouth. This is not going to be very good. About being a fan. Well, it's Smash Mouth. Never is a sentence uttered other than this is not going to be very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were famous for like two seconds in 1998 Jeez, when you were born. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. still more popular yeah. than Smash Mouth. All right. Let's do this. <coughs> Dakota Leary singing about Smash Mouth to the song When the Morning Comes, Then the Morning Comes by Smash Mouth. Yeah, singing to Smash Mouth by Then the Morning Comes by Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that's what you said. I always said a bit of a. I'll try. Listening to Smash Mouth all the time because I'm a fan. But I'm not really a big fan of them. I just happen to like this song It's a song that Not many other people have heard But I discovered it one day just hanging out on Spotify Now I listen to Apple Music I'm a Smash Mouth fan But I'm not really a proper Smash Mouth fan I don't think you could find any one of those in the world today. Spence filming me again, and I don't like it. Please don't put this on Pornhub. So my topic today is just to sing about my big fandom of Smash Mouth. But that's a lie I'm not a true fan And I don't think there are any true fans Of Smash Mouth in existence There's no true fans Just some people who've seen the movie Shrek And have just been, oh, like Smash Mouth pretty cool And then they just forget about them Oh, apparently that's not the end, but... Um, no, I've lost myself now. <clears throat> yeah, I know, right? Sorry. Yeah, look, that's a very boring song. 
Can I just point that out? It's good when the actual lyrics exist. <laughs> well, I mean, you were doing well. Then you said that Ben was filming you. Maybe you are. Uh, no, Mine's ben. ben. I said Ben. We can play back the tape. You said Do ben. it. No, I can't be bothered editing it into it. Um, yeah, look, I'm giving you a six. What? I think that you... you I thought that was at least a seven. The effort eight. was there, but I just think the song let you down, and then you just... You sounded bored halfway through it, you know? Like, I mean, is that just a song because it's a boring song, or... Fuck you. Wow, that's hurtful. Would you say that to a referee in the middle of a, a soccer match? Yes. And you'd get a yellow card, you little shit. Um, anyway, uh, we'll be back. All right. My solo time's next. Yay! 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 We uh, found somebody who used to host this show a long time ago. It's uh, Samuel McCrossan. Hello, Sam. Hello, Ben. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It has been a while. Anything exciting happening in your life at all? Or No. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing whatsoever. at all? No? You have brought a special guest with you this week, though. I have. Now, I have. Um, have. first of all, we should uh, introduce uh, the one, the only, Hilary McCrossan. Hello, Hilary. Hello. How are you? Good. Now, um, I've, I don't know, Sam, have you ever interviewed your daughter before on radio? No. Well, and, well she's six now. and, um, and Six? You can, you can yes. nearly vote. You can nearly... You're, you're an adult, aren't you? No? Oh, okay. I thought you were. She's actually a third of the way to being an adult. You are. Are you looking forward to being an adult? Yes. And what's your first thing you're going to do when you're an adult? I'm going to be a nurse. A, a nurse? <laughs> wow. That's as soon as you turn an adult, you, you'll be a nurse. Is there any like dying questions you've ever wanted to ask your daughter that perhaps can be broadcast on radio before? Well, I, I actually asked her a question this morning, Ben, and that was, Hilary, um, when you grow up and be a nurse... Will you be a male nurse or a female nurse? A female nurse. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I'd be a female nurse too. Do you think your daddy would be a good female nurse? No. No? no. Oh, that hurts your feelings, doesn't it? No? Uh, <laughs> yes, no, it does. Oh. Why do you want to be a nurse? Mm, because I really want to help people. Oh, that's, a no- that's noble. That is noble. And did you learn that from your daddy? Is that because he helps people? No, I just want to help people. So your daddy doesn't help people? No. no. Oh, I like <laughs> well, to think I do. D- d- does he help you? Yes. A-, a lot or just a little? A lot. Okay, well, that's good. That's uh, you see, you feel better. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so, so I do help people. <laughs> you do help people. Tell us, um, can you tell us any stories about your daddy that maybe nobody's ever heard before? Like, is your is your daddy a silly daddy? Does he do anything silly sometimes that you, you wonder? What, what does he do? Um, like, he just... Plays with me. He, he plays you. What, what? Like, does he? Does he let you win when he plays with you, or things like that? Or do you? Do you just beat him because you're that good? Yes. Yes. What do you beat him in? What? What sort of games does he play with you? Um. Sometimes we play racing drivers. Yeah. And and does he? Do you beat him all the time in racing drivers? No, not all the time. Now, does he? Now, I know what your daddy does when he plays racing games. He likes to take people out deliberately. He crashes his car. Into people because he's a bit of a cheater. Does he ever crash his car into you? Mm, no. Oh, so he only does that with me, does he? Yes. Okay. Is that is that right, Sam? Oh, that might be right. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, would you be happy if if Hillary was a nurse? Yes. Oh yes. Oh certainly. Oh, yes. 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 Is there if you if, is there anything else that you want to do besides being a nurse, or are you a hundred percent you want to be a nurse? Yes. Just nurse all the way. Yes. Okay. And and. If your daddy right now like cut himself, would you would you be good enough to help him and put a band aid on and and nurse him back to to full health? Yes. And what about what about mummy? You do that with mummy as well. Yes. What about your sister? What about Hazel? Oh. So everybody. What about me? Yes. I oh, see. So you just want to help everyone. 
Is there anybody you wouldn't help? Um, I would help everybody. Everybody. Does, does she know about Donald Trump? Would she help Donald Trump or? Oh, ask her. Do you know who Donald Trump is? No. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably uh, very good. Um, uh, anything else you want to ask your daughter on here? I, I don't know. Have you have you considered alternative career options? What about um, picking up the garbage? Um, I haven't picked up the garbage. <gasps> Would you do it for a living? Mm, yes, when I'm up and out. Oh, so that's that's the yeah, that's your fallback option, is it? Yes. Ah, oh, that's good. So, 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 why haven't you picked up the rubbish here, though? Um, you're too busy helping people being a nurse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think she's just messy, actually. <laughs> Are you messy? Are you good yes. at cleaning up? No. No. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to leave a bit of a mess, right? It, you know, it makes things look a little bit more homely. You know, make look, look nice and fun. Yeah. Now, you've been playing. Tell tell everybody, what game have you been playing today? Commander Keen. And who is Commander Keen? Do you know much about him? Yes, my dad told me that it's a boy. A, a boy, okay. That's a good start. You never know in 2017. And what, what does Commander Keen do? What, what, when you're playing the game, what do you have to do with him? So, we just have to press the um, space button if you want to shoot slugs. Shoot slugs? Yeah, really? Slugs on the game. So you've got to, and do you shoot slugs at like plants or what do you shoot with the slugs? Well, you have to shoot them when they're near you and you can't shoot them when they're going down the ramp. Is that, is that right, Sam? Is that how, you, how it works? That's how it works. That's how it yep. works. And this, so this is a game that your daddy played when he was very little. So do you like playing the same game that your, your daddy played? Yeah, well, I haven't really played it for a long time yet because I only just got into it. And, and you were telling me before that you are so good at it, though, you could make $5 off it. Yeah. And you could make $100 off beating your daddy in a racing game, though, so you're better at racing games, are you? Yes. Well, that's good. So you like playing video games more than you do cleaning up? Yes. I think we all do, don't don't you, Sam? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I missed the question there, but... Um... It's, all, it's all right, you know. But actually, I know people who would prefer cleaning up than playing video games. I was engaged to one, so... Oh, um... oh right, yeah. <laughs> Probably how it works. Um, did you want to ask your daddy any questions? Yes. What would you like to ask him? Um, well, I don't know. You don't know? No. Um, oh, I've got a question. How much does our house weigh? Um, I don't know. Is it heavy? Yes. Did okay. you lift it up? No, I don't think so. You haven't tr- have you tried, though? No, because it's going to be heavy. You never know unless you try, right? I don't think I could try. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, what's for dinner tonight, Daddy? Do you know what's for dinner tonight, or is that Mummy's job? That's Mummy's job. Does Daddy ever cook? Mm, sometimes when Mummy's in, because Mum doesn't cook, but sometimes we have leftovers. And, and what's what's the best thing that your Daddy has ever cooked you? Um, vegetables. You like your vegetables. What's your favourite vegetable? Um... Mushroom. Mushroom. Wow, the great all-rounder. The great all-rounder. Yeah. And you, you're eating some strawberries before, so you're into the healthy food. You need to teach me how to eat them. I don't Look at me. I don't eat the healthy foods. Well, you do have to eat healthy food. Otherwise, I, I'm, I'm, I will just... What will happen to me if I don't? You might get fat. Well, might. Oh, I'm, I'm, thank you for not thinking that I already am, Hillary. I, I appreciate that. Um, anything else you want to add, Sam? I like you. That you can, was really funny. You can stay on the show longer. I appreciate it. Give me a high five. Thank you. It's uh, a funny little girl. <laughs> you, you've got a future in radio. Instead of being a nurse, would you like to be a radio host? No. 
Yeah, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> nurses help more people. I am very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me a joke? What did the tree say when someone started pulling all his leaves off? I, I have no idea. Leave me alone. Ah, leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. That's funny. I like it. A joke that my dad taught me. Oh, that doesn't surprise me one bit. Do you know any more? What's brown and sticky? A stick. A stick. Ah, I like that. That's funny. You're clever. I think you might take over my job next week. How about that? Yeah. Yeah? I'll play Commander Keen. You just host the radio. Yeah. Do you want to hold the microphone? Okay. Here you go. Um, You're talking to it. Talk right into how it. Thank you. How are you going? I, I, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Yeah. That's, that's, you're, doing, you're learning. That's better than I can do. Do you have any other questions to ask? Well, no. No? No. I do talk a lot. You do talk a lot? Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. What, what, what do you like to talk about? Um, I, look, I like to talk to my sister. Oh, yeah? And, and what do you guys talk about? What do you chat about? Does she talk back? No. no. Why doesn't she talk back? Well, she does say ba 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 and ma-ma-ma-ma lot and dad. Pretty much all and but that's it, yeah. yeah, yeah it's a bit yeah. hard to have a conversation with someone who knows only three words, isn't it? Yeah. And it's debatable whether one of those words yeah. is actually and a word. I like to say clap, but she wouldn't clap, so then I just clap, but she wouldn't clap. Oh, really? Why won't she clap? Um, well, she is very good at clapping, but yes. You've got you to teach her more. You've got to keep training it. No, you really could take good. over my job here, Hillary. Yeah. I'm kind of worried that I'm not going to have a job anymore. I think you might get paid more than I do. Yes. I don't get paid anything, but... <laughs> do you want to interview Daddy? I'll pay you off $500. $500? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. $500 she can pay me. I, I don't think she does. <laughs> Did you know about that, Daddy? Uh, she'd she'd struggle to to scrape our five hundred cents together, I reckon. So, um, but anyway, thanks for joining us, Hillary. Thank you. Can I can I borrow that for one second? Yep. Thank you very much, Hillary. That's a, it's a very it's a job well done. I think you can host radio better than I could ever be a nurse. So uh, I really hope that when you're an adult, if I ever get sick, you can save me because I, I'll probably be fat by then. Um, so thank you, for, thank you for that. And would you like to come on the show again another time in the future? Yes. Then we'll make sure of it. Thank you, Hillary. Good. Thank you, Hillary. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you, Sam. Thank you. Uh, Thanks just, for having me. Will we have the Sarge in at any point, or you don't know? We will, I think. Have you met the Sarge before? No. Well, you you, got, you better go hide. He's a very scary man. Okay? This, this is very undesirable. You, I don't you, think he'll come to our house. You don't? Not, well, not at all? I think he I might. I don't think he knows <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have put a census down over that so people don't necessarily know where Sam actually does live. Um, just just a word of advice. Don't give out your address on air. You will have undesirable. <laughs> well, I think he lives in a very noisy place and I don't think he likes quiet. And what's this noisy place that he lives in? No, it could be We're going to have like... to block over that as well because I think there is uh, actually someone yeah, who lives at 35 more icons. And it does go noisy up there. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, maybe we'll find out if you'll come over, Sam. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. see. We'll see. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you, Sam. Um, and thank you for everybody telling you where everyone lives on this episode. All righty. That time of the show. Once again, where I've got to press a button and hear this. 
that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. As you're forgetting the lyrics. It's my turn to sing solo. How are you, Dakota? Still there? Good, yeah, I'm good. Hey, excited for this? Um, sure. You should be, because uh, I've chosen the epically awesome song that is uh, Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance, one of the greatest songs ever invented. It's 10 years old, this song now. Can you believe it? Heard it. Yeah, what? Get out of my house! Um, okay. This song, no, please don't, because I, I need friends. Um, <laughs> now, uh, you would have come up with a subject matter, and if you yep. dare utter any of the subject matters that we were talking about before I hit record, <laughs> you will get out of my house. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm not going to talk about those, in, but I'm going to just sort of give you the subject of what led to those. Things. Yeah. Mm. You are going to talk about British colonisation of the world. <laughs> Yeah, vast range of topic. Specific, isn't it? Very specific. Yeah, so have that. Just so not any part of the world in particular. No, just, just British colonization. Okay, just a special note general. to anybody listening out there who's like a huge fan of colonization and shit. I don't really know too much about yeah. a lot of stuff, so some of this yeah, might be worry, uh, exaggerated. I'm critical of you. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the Black Parade, entitled that's the song. Uh, it's by My Chemical <laughs> Romance. <laughs> Me singing about British colonization of the world. Let's <clears> let's <throat> let's get real. Let's let's get jiggy with it. That would be a good Forget the lyrics Getting in G But Never mind Thanks for the piano There Dakota I appreciate it That's alright When I was In England There wasn't That much To do So I decided To get on a boat I thought Well there Must be some Stuff out there that isn't in England and in the rest of the world. I thought maybe there could be some places that have some native people that might throw spears at me. And if they don't throw spears at me, perhaps we could play a game of cricket even though I don't know if it was invented back when England colonised the world. Well, I don't. I don't know the history of cricket. Do do you know the history of cricket? Yeah, it wasn't around. Okay. When I was in England, I decided to first of all invent cricket so that I could go around the world and show it to people. The English people said, what's this game? It's kind of cool. You should take it to places outside of England. And then we could play them in other tournaments and shit. Shit, yeah. Woo! Really picked up. I think you're drumming to be really well here, Dakota. Get your drumming working. And your guitars. Good work. Solo man. I am a solo man. You are, man. Best way to be. When I went to that place in the southern hemisphere, I thought this place looks really, really cool. So I put a guy on the shore, his name was that name that Dakota told me earlier. It wasn't James Cook, like other people said. It wasn't James Cook, it wasn't Captain Cook, it was some other English dude. He discovered Australia, Australia. 
then they killed some Aboriginals and the Aboriginals killed some English people. I then went to other places. There was a place called New Zealand. Although it wasn't probably called New Zealand until I called it that. Then I went to other places such as Canada, I think English people discovered that. But there were French in there somewhere as well. I don't really know the history of it. To discover the world. To discover the world. Perhaps I should have done better in history. And then I would have done better at forgetting the lyrics about the English people colonising the world. Because I can't think of any other countries that they might have discovered. Perhaps they discovered South Africa. Maybe. I reckon India probably they did there, I reckon. Yeah, they were in India and shit. Maybe they also discovered America because actually Christopher Columbus, he didn't do it, but he was Spanish. Don't know what. I'm singing about. I forget the lyrics because I don't know much about English colonization of the world. All I know is that they're not in control anymore because they suck. It's up to America to say fuck you world because we're the best and England discovered shit but people took over their chest because I don't know what else to sing and I really don't know where else they discovered Dakota you shouldn't give me these subjects that I'm dumb about because the English didn't carry on they didn't carry on with the discovery they got taken over by other places and now Scotland want to leave England. Actually, it's the United Kingdom, not England. But England is part of the United Kingdom. And, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, it's actually really hard. <laughs> when we used to do this... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. When we used to do this on the radio, I would have, like, the music in my headphones as well as my voice. Now yeah. I don't have the music in my headphones, yeah. so I, like, I, I'm singing ahead. I'm singing, so it's, it's actually a lot harder to do this, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. This is where I probably shouldn't wear the headphones. Don't worry about my own voice. Don't worry about the song itself. Note to self for our duet. Uh, <laughs> I think I do wear the shoulder. Uh, I mean, the historical facts were a bit wrong. A bit, a bit yeah. Um, but you kept going on it. You kept going on it. But um, I'll give you a... Nine. A nine? Wow. Nine. I wasn't expecting so high. Neither was I. I, I like that. It just came out of your mouth. Yeah, and you, you thought yeah. you were going to say like a four. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to give you a nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that escalated yeah. quickly. Uh, all right, cool. Well, we'll come back. We'll do a duet. And uh, thank you for my nine. I appreciate it. <laughs> we didn't have this segment last week, so we're going to have it for you this week. This is like a- back because why not uh we've obviously been reliving memories from the year of 2008 recently and we're going to go back to 2008 once again we always would have very special surprise guests on the show and one such person back in 2008 was guy Ritchie, uh former husband of madonna and very prolific filmmaker and in 2008 him and madonna were separating before they ultimately got divorced and we scored a bit of an exclusive or a brink exclusive getting him on the show and uh, this is how he spoke to us. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes. I'm out of time and all I got is Guy Ritchie. What's going on, bro? That didn't really work as much as I was hoping it would. Do you like listening to your ex-wife's music there? 
I'll tell you what, mate. One thing that I've found being being in Australia since the divorce or the Separation. Events, the events leading up to us not being together anymore is that. Can you turn that music off, bro? Why? What's wrong with it? I might have to get cryy oh, on fair, you, and fair, I don't want to cry enough. on your show. Now, look, this is the first interview you've uh, done publicly since uh, the separation. Now, yes, that's right. We're in the midst of our own fighting, so we thought we'd bring you in here because you're in the perfect um, position to help us out. One question I have to ask, what went wrong with you and Madge? Can I call her Madge or Mrs. Cacconi? How do you pronounce her last name? I'm going. I'm going to have to say here, if you don't, just shut up about her. Her name's Madonna. I don't care anything else. All right. Fair enough. Now, now the question was again, mate. It was how, how do I feel? How are you coping? For starters. Sorry, it just it goes well. That's all right. I'll just I won't listen to it. How am I coping? I'm, I'll tell you what. The Australian Sun that you guys have got here, and I'll tell you what, I only see about 10% of it a day down here in Hobart, but what I, I think is that uh, I'm, I think I'm coping all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, um, we're going through, what can Josh and I do? I'll just change the music there for you. I'll put on, yeah. put on a different Madonna song. Uh, what do you think Josh and I can do to mm. cope with it? I think what you guys really need to do is, if you're going to separate, look after your kids. But we're not going to separate. We're, we're trying to solve it. We don't want to separate. Go see a counsellor. We did. We saw Dr. Phil. He if you, you've done that, you've taken the first step there. Yeah. What else you need to do is... Oh, sorry, I like this bit. Oh, sorry. Am I being offensive to you? This How one... can you leave Madonna? You're stupid. I'm sorry. I'm she left, to it. She left me, no, mate. I've read reports in the press. She left me for one of her younger backup dancers. Look, you've, you've released a couple of good movies, right? You're a good director. I've seen a few of your films. Pretty good. But people only really know you as Mrs. Madonna. You, you're going to be nothing now, mate. I don't care. What, I'm, I'm, I'm going solo. But you if can't that, go if that solo. Makes sense, why are you insulting me, Ben? Because you left on Madonna. Your... Oh, you can have her. I don't want I'll her. I'll give you her number. I've got her number. I'll give her a private <laughs> cell number. Josh, her, look, you're, yeah. you're, you're still a bit grumpy at me. But mate, you, you have to admit, Ben. Guy Ritchie's got rocks in his head. He does, he does. But what, what I, oh, think... I like this bit too. Hang on. Pretty good, isn't it? It's, it's it's a soothing guy. I might have to hit you. Do you like want to go into CD shops now and like destroy the Madonna section? I'm getting there. Do you really want to? I I am really getting there. Does does this music make you want to punch me? If no. you're not careful, Ben, I will do that. What about a bit of this then? Do you do you want some of? Oh, no, that's not a good song. I don't like that one. What about some like a prayer? Because you need a prayer to revive your career. I'm going to have to kick your butt. I'm liking this, Josh. Loving's working. I we know. found a solution. Insulting Guy Ritchie. I'm just sitting here enjoying it. Jo- Guy Ritchie, one final question. What do you want, Ben? One final question. What do you want? You have a fortune of about six and a half million, which is pretty good. It's more than you, mate. She has a fortune of about 650 million, all right? And you apparently don't want any of her money? No, because I loved her. I loved her like... Last tense? I loved her like a fat kid loved chocolate cake. Well, but it's she, gone on a diet. She seemed to love you like a, a thin person likes chocolate cake. So, what can I say? Guy? Yeah, she she ate me, then she threw me up. Well, that's that's show business for you, my friend. And when you're married to Madonna, 
That's what happens. Guy Ritchie, it has not been a pleasure. Please don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Always a cruel person trying to play uh, Madonna songs to him in the background, but let's be honest, any excuse for me to play Madonna songs, that's generally how I roll. Hi, and welcome back to The Brink. Today I've got Ben and Daddy today with me. Hello, I'm Daddy, I'm Sam. And, and I'm Ben, just in case the paternity test didn't show that. Um, we're back because you want to meet the Sarge, don't you? Yes. You've never met the Sarge? No. Ever? No. And Daddy has life. never, ever, ever told you about him? No. How in is that life. possible, Daddy? Why have you not told your daughter about the scariest man around? Well, I just assumed that everybody knew about the Sarge, Ben. Oh, you, do you want to meet him right now? Yes. You do? Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some music. Oh, here he is. Hello, Sarge. How are you? Uh, hello, Ben. It's me, Sarge. There, there, you see the Sarge, Hillary? It's just my daddy. No, it's, it's really not. It's, 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 it's the Sarge. You're just a different person, aren't you, sir? Well, yes. Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a father myself. Did you know that, Ben? I don't. I've never I've had that information disclosed to me before. Tell me, uh, who is the child what out there? Who's your father? Well, we're about to find out who's the child out there who I feel very sorry for. Well, I had a sheep once. Did you know that? No. In what way did you have the sheep? Well, it's a long story, Ben. Too long for radio, that's for sure. So, so you're the father of a sheep? Yes. So your child's a New Zealand citizen? Yes. Have you met, met Hillary? Hello, Hillary. What's how old are you? Six. Right. Not five. Not seven. No. Six. Is it? Um, six and a half. So oh, six and a half. All right. And I just just sorry to start just quickly. Uh, something that might intrigue you. We were talking before to your daddy, and uh, he mentioned that you don't like to clean. Is that correct? No. So, so you leave a bit of a mess every now and then? Yes, but this morning I was playing with my T-set and I actually cleaned it up. You cleaned it up? Well, Sarge, I was nearly going to say, do you need to arrest her under the Uncleanliness Act? But she maybe not prevented her from getting arrested at this point. Well, uh, Ben, um, I, although there are some statutes of limitations out there, um, we can't let everything go. And I understand that she's been uh, quite messy until until this time. Is that right? Oh, uh, I've heard differently from your mother and father. I've heard that you've been a, been a bit messy. Well, I did clean up my tea set this morning. Your tea set? Yes. All right. And did you clean up everything else? No, because I only got the tea set out. Is that right? Yes. Well, look, I'll just give you a caution on this occasion then. Now, 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 Hillary, um, in in talking to the Sarge here, can you describe to our listeners what does the Sarge look like? Well, he looks a bit like my daddy. Just a bit, but so, but you think they're different people now? Yes. Oh, they, they, so there you go, Sarge. See, for some reason, she she thinks you look a bit like Sam. I, I wouldn't say you look anything like, but that you know, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, girls have better eyes than men. So, well, we're both very handsome looking men, Ben. Would you say the Sarge is a very handsome looking man? No? No. No? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And uh, what about your father? Is he a handsome lucky man? Yes. <laughs> that, that's a good answer. So you, so your daddy would win the better looking contest between the Sarge and Samuel McCrossan. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sarge, I, I really don't know. We've never really kind of had the opportunity to see how you are around children. I mean, as a father, 
uh, of sheep. Um, I mean, do you do, do, do you like kids? Do you do you go around arresting children? I mean, uh, is that allowed in the Sergeant Porcupine Handbook? I'll certainly do, Ben. No, what I'm, do you eat? I'm a protector of children. What do I eat? Um, food, food. What type of food? Or what sort of what type of food should I eat? That's a big question. If you, you know, as a nurse to help people, should he eat any particular types of food? Worms. Wor- wor- worms! Such! Well, I can't say I've eaten worms. I ate a chair once. I ate a chair? Have you eaten a chair before? Oh, goodness. Oh, God. <laughs> Sarge, tell Hillary the story about the time you punched a sheep. Well, yes, it wasn't doing what I wanted it to, so, yes, I, um, I, um, Made sure it went in the right direction. And tell, tell you, tell you, you should never punch a sheep because it might be having a baby. <laughs> that is a very good point. That, that is that is smart. That is smart thinking. Tell Hillary about how you created the giraffe. Yes, I created the giraffe when I uppercutted a horse. Do you believe that story? No. No. Well, yes, it's it's true. It's true. I can I can assure you of that. Hey, hey Hillary. People do not have powers to create things. Oh, they don't. They don't at all. Well, I created. I've created many things. I created an artwork once. Why didn't you paint it yourself? Uh, it wasn't a painting. No, no, it was um, it was a a drawing with a pencil. Do you believe that? Do you think he could have created that? A pencil isn't very... Because it will take long to sharpen Take too long to sharpen it? Again. Right, okay. Well, I'm not sure where you're going with this. Hillary, Hillary, I have a question for you to ask the Sarge. Ask him who his favourite football team is. What's your favourite football team? Uh, the Collingwood Magpies. Do you like the Magpies? I go for the cats. The cats. All uh-huh. oh, right. And who's your favourite player? Um, I. I can't. Well, um, I do have a lot of favourite players in the cats, and I think it's like four or three. Could you name one of them for the Sarge? Um, cockatoo. Cockatoo. Cockatoo, all right, cockatoo. Yeah, I, I, I think you like cockatoo, don't you? Oh, he's not bad. He doesn't play for the pies, though. Ask the Sarge who his favourite player is. Who's his favourite? Who's your favourite player? Uh, Dane Swan, do you know him? No. No, well, he doesn't play anymore. Uh, so it's um, my favourite new favourite player is Scott Pendlebury. Do you know him? No, I have heard Scott, though. She's heard of Scott. Really? Yes, uh, he's got a monobrow. Do you know what a monobrow is? No, I, but I've heard Uncle Scott. Oh, right, okay. Well, a monobrow is uh, just like one eyebrow that goes right across. Have you heard of those before? Yes. Do, do you know of anybody with a monobrow? No. It's probably a good thing. You never trust a person with a monobrow. Hey, Hillary, uh, also ask the Sarge um, what he thinks of Lena Valley. What do you think of Lena Valley? Well, no, I don't like Lana Valley. No, very irresponsible dog owners up there. They let their dogs do droppings all over the footpath. Not very nice. Have you been to Lana Valley before? 
I don't know. Yes, you have been to Lana Valley, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> my a mum lot of hasn't things. told me. Oh, right. Okay, that's um, that's very important. Now, uh, Hilary, before we let the Sarge go, uh, one important thing, which I think the Sarge will back me up on this. Sarge is a police officer, so he's very uh, important out there in the community. Sarge, as a safety uh, message, I guess, to, to Hillary. Yeah, the roundabout, there's a police station. Well, that's where he hangs out. That's why he got here so quickly. Did you notice how quickly he got here when we said we we're going to get him on? He just hangs out there all the time. But, uh, Sarge, how, what would you say to Hillary and, and children of her age? Police very important, right? They should always listen to their police officers' friends. Yes, that's right. Uh, police officers are there to look after you. You know that, don't you? Yes. That's good. So you can always trust They're a police good and officer. Bad. They're good and bad, are they? Are, are they bad, Sarge? Certainly not. Police officers are good, upstanding members of the community. Why do you think they're bad? They're good and bad. I think that because they help people and sometimes put them under arrest. And that's bad, is it? Is it, is it bad to put people under arrest, is it, Sarge? No, it's a good thing. You must keep people under control. And uh, if someone burgled your house, we could arrest them, take them away. That would be good, right? Um, I think. Well, considering he got into your house very quickly, is he breaking into your house, Hillary? No, I think he opened the door. Oh, did oh, well, that's good. I heard the sliding. Did door. oh, I didn't hear that. I was too busy. Just um, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, well, before, do you want to say anything more to the Sarge before we let him go? Anything else you want to ask him today? Um. Well, what street do you live in? I live in. Uh, I live in. Uh, I live in the city, actually. In in the main street. The main street. In I haven't heard of the main street. Yeah, me neither, Sarge. I think you're lying to us. Well, well, you guys just don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm off. I'm bored. I'm going. Bye. Do you live in a hole? Oh, he's gone. Did you not see him go? He just ran away. He left. Did you see how quickly he left? Your daddy's back. How did, how did that happen? Say hi to daddy again. Hi, dad. Hello, little girl. <laughs> did you miss that? What just happened? He's gone, yeah. I just nipped out for a few minutes and he's gone. He never gets to meet the Sarge, you know. Do you want to tell your dad about who you're just talking to? Did you, anything you want to share with him or? Well, I wonder what he eats. I asked him that. Yeah, she, she was very brave in asking him all these very good questions. Very brave. And what did he say he eats? He didn't say anything. I guess worms. Oh, I'm sure he'd eat healthy food. Now, now, Hillary, thank you. I'm going to say thank you again, and thank you also for telling me the very important uh, lesson in life that don't punch sheep because they could be having a baby. So thank you for letting me know that. I appreciate that. Yes, and um, thank you for bringing me in to share today, and you're very welcome for bringing me today. <laughs> I appreciate you thanking me, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sarge. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, and it's time to wrap things up for this segment. That time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics, here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Forget the fucking lyrics. You know, it's so good that I can actually say that. I so love being able to say, yeah. forget the fucking forget lyrics. The uh, now, we're doing a duet. That's usually what works. Yes. Uh, we're doing some Offspring, as in the band, not that terribly rubbishly shit TV show that people 
Ashley seems to like. Um, I fucking hate Asher Kitty. Have I ever talked about that? Remember no, back in the days when we talked about Logan? I think it's like probably like my hate for Bindi Irwin. What's wrong with Bindi Irwin? Excuse me, the shit. She's redeemed herself to this country. No, she she used to be shit. a little shit with those croc no, men. she's still a little shit. Fuck you. You leave Bindi Irwin alone. No. Um, gone away by the offspring. Uh, like you're Bindi singing Irwin. first. That means I come up with the subject matter. Yes. So the subject matter is Bindi Irwin no. versus Asher Kitty. You have to sing about Bindi Irwin. I, I have to sing about Asher Kitty. Yeah, I right, do. How does that work? Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Are you arguing like against them? Well, you've got to like say why they're shitted in the other. Oh, yeah. Okay. I okay. don't know much about Asher Kitty. Well, I don't know much about Bindi Irwin. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. I do, actually, because she's a national treasure. Uh, right. <laughs> she's kind of hot now. All right. Let's. <laughs> so is Bindi Irwin. That's what I mean. Bindi yeah. Irwin, not Asher Kitty. Oh. Asher Kitty's not hot. <laughs> oh, no, let, me just look, let me just Google it. He's got to Google Asher Kenny, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, we, we I, see. We did this on the show years ago when we did What's our Logan special. Asher Kenny, Asher Kenny. Yeah, fuck off. Just type in "stupid woman from Offspring." It should come up with a photo of her. Asher, Asher again, Kenny. any professional uh, podcast would edit this out. Oh yeah, that dickhead. <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, Bindi Irwin versus Asher Keddy. You're saying why Bindi Irwin shit. I'm yeah. saying why Asher Keddy shit. Uh, offspring, gone away. Uh, you're going first. Let's do this shit. <laughs> I still don't know much about her. But I don't... Yeah. Okay. Doesn't sound weird at all. Maybe it's cause she's married now And I had a little crush on her Maybe it's cause she's just so happy Even though the world's so full of despair And it feels And it feels like She's just really annoying Who am I talking about? Yeah, who am I talking about? Well, none other than Bindi Owen from that show She married now? Yeah She got married really young because she's like Christian She's like Christian, yeah. so she gets married. No, she's not yeah. like Christian, but she is Christian. No, you have to get married to, you know, sex and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Asha, Katie's a stupid bitch. I don't like her. Offspring is a stupid show, but the band is pretty decent, I think. But I don't. Know much of their stuff except for this song and that pretty fly for a white guy one. But if you made me listen to them, I would because it's better than watching Asher Kenny on TV. She's annoying and she's not a good actress and she's also really up herself. That year she won the Logie, won the Logie, won the Logie, 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 yeah, ooh, 
Wonder Logie. There's lots of oohs and oohs here. Ogie. Biddy Owen. Yeah, yeah. You can take over this. I next can bit. probably take over. I, I think you should. Because I want to learn more about Bindi Irwin's marriage. Oh, yeah? Deal. Who'd you get married to? Some curly headed fuck. Wow. Yeah, yeah, some curly headed fuck. <laughs> you really. Uh, that was amazing. You really are jealous of this curly head fuck. Yeah, no, he is. What's wrong with curly head fucks? You're curly hair and you're a fuck. Yeah, but there's no. I don't give a shit. You have curly hair and you look. Yeah, but it's curly. <laughs> it is. You're talking curly. about yourself. Yeah, but I'm not curly headed. Fuck, I've just got curly hair. You're a curly head, fifteen year old. Fuck. That's you got to. I see. think we're done here. I think we're finished. And Ashley Kenny. No, we're done. She really no, sucks. No, we're no. done. We're finished. I don't Dover. like her anymore. Ashley Kenny. She really sucks. No, shut up. Now, we're done. I don't shut like up. her. She really sucks on Offspring. Okay. On Offspring. Okay. On Offspring. Spring. Shit. Ironic that we're singing to the Offspring. It's very ironic that we're singing to the Offspring. I like it. Oh, yeah. Um, you get a eight. Okay. I think you were very informative. I've never been informed as much as I have been. I forget the lyrics by learning that Bindi Owen's married. Thank you, man. It's not too much about Bindi Owen. But I, d- I don't appreciate the fact that you called him a curly head fuck when you are a curly No, he's. Look at him. Look <laughs> at our listeners at home can't look at him. No, our listeners at home go on Instagram, on Bindi Owen's Instagram, and look at the fuck. Um, anyway, I'm going to give you a. Eight? I win! Well. Yay! That means I win. Shit, you do. So I got an eight. Can I change my answer? No, too late. Yeah, ah. listen to music. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for making me win because you won last okay. week. So next week's the deciding. Next week's the grand next final. Next week's the grand final. Yeah. In our new Forget the Lyrics um, before we bring it back again. So Dakota, thank you. That's okay. And um, we will speak to you next week. Goodbye. We didn't have this person on the show last week because we thought, well, who really needs to hear from Canada every week? We might have a week off, but nothing really happens there. But apparently we've got him back this week because we missed him and everyone misses Canada. It is the one, the only, Mr. Colin Hilding, direct from Winnipeg in Manitoba, in Canada, in North America, in the world. Uh, Colin, welcome back to The Prink. Uh, Thank you for having me, and you've teased what you wanted to talk about today. (laughs) I didn't think that... um the fixation that Australia has with our Prime Minister could get any creepier. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it can. <laughs> so, uh, if anybody has long-term listened to this show, and we often will bring up the fact that, yeah, Australia has a bit of an obsession with your Prime Minister. That's because apparently we all think he's sexy. And uh, our dear friends over at the very fantastic BuzzFeed.com, the pure source for all uh, entertainment news online, uh, has brought us a story. Now, obviously, your your Prime Minister recently must have visited some pandas because, obviously, a lot's going on in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> what what diplomatic reasons can we do this week? Oh, let's go visit some pandas here. They're Irish this week as well. So, um, <laughs> he, got, he got photographed. It's a, it's a nice photo. Very attractive world leader cuddling two cute little pandas. This is clearly why BuzzFeed would pick this up. But somebody has gone on and now decided to create this iconic photo in butter. Uh, (laughs) 2,700 pounds of butter 
by artists David Salazar, Olenko Kleben, Laird Henderson and Bailey Henderson to make a statue of the Canadian Prime Minister cuddling <laughs> pandas. Now, you didn't know about this, Colin. This doesn't make no. news in your own country. Well, I found an article here on CBC News. Um, it's not something that I saw all over the place. Again, that's where the fascination in Australia seems to be much bigger uh, than here. Uh, I just have to say, I'm looking at this for the first time. That is the creepiest looking sculpture I've ever seen, for one. <laughs> um, it, it looks like Trudeau has aged terribly. Uh, <laughs> As you often do those- when you become prime minister. <laughs> Those pandas look like they've been like pulling an all-nighter on vodka and heroin. <laughs> They're about to start singing all by myself, it seems. <laughs> yeah. um, this is apparently, it's on display at uh, the Toronto, the Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto, along as a bunch of other sculptures. Now, look, fair enough. If you've got some artists going, oh, we're going to create a, you know, Canadian icons out of butter. I mean, is, is butter a very Canadian thing that I just have never picked up on or... I, I don't know why. Uh, but I mean, we, we don't eat much of it. We only really use it for art purposes. Well, I mean, look, I'm sure there are iconic photos of your leaders across history doing iconic things. Or is really your prime minister prime minister has been so boring over history that now we have an iconic photo that it's of them cuddling pandas. Uh, I mean, this is just what what is what do you do with this after it's melted? <laughs> Um, you make a lot of toast, uh, <laughs> pancakes. Wait, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you feed it to the pandas in a trough or something. <laughs> I can't really does, think does of Justin what. Just Trudeau visit this and go God. like, oh, look at me, eh? I'm in butter. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> um, not really on the topic of Justin Trudeau, but did you ever see the movie Butter that uh, had? Jennifer Garner and Hugh Jackman in it. I didn't Australian. realize there's a movie called Butter. Yeah, no, there is. <laughs> is it, it about the it, history of butter? <laughs> <laughs> it's about the, uh, I guess, the cutthroat world of butter sculpting. <laughs> uh, butter sculpting competitions. <laughs> I've never heard about this. It's got Alicia Silverstone in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was actually not a bad movie, but uh, it opened my eyes to how competitive this is. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like this could have won if this was in the butter sculpting competition of Toronto 2017. It's a satire of the 2008 Democratic presidential primary. What the <laughs> hell? How did I not know about this film? <laughs> we need to cover it on the Oz Network, available by iTunes. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I really would like to track down these artists and be like, so, uh, as artists, what brought you to create a sculpture out of butter and that of the Prime Minister cuddling can- of pandas? Like, can they do one of, like, Donald Trump uh, trying to defend Nazis? Like, I mean, that's an iconic photo, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I could totally see Donald Trump uh, staring at the eclipse without glasses <laughs> as a <butter> sculpture. <laughs> And I think the thing is, there are people in, like, third world countries who would kill for butter to just get some substance, and here's some artist wasting perfectly good butter 
on a prime ministerial sculpture. We there's a there's a park in Australia um, where the, there's an artist who will do a bust of like each of the prime ministers, and it's like a lake, and you can go around and see all the the prime ministers of Australia around a lake celebrating their legacy of the, you know the country. I mean, there's a lot more of them now because we've had about seventeen in the last three days. But like, I mean, is this what they do in Canada? Like, we're so proud of our prime ministers. Let's create them in butter and one in Nutella, one in peanut butter, and it's just basically an excuse because you know when you like to eat your food you like to eat it off your prime ministers uh, you know it's funny because when you mentioned uh about iconic pictures uh, I, I struggle to think of any iconic pictures of most of our prime ministers i struggle to remember what our last prime minister looked like to be right, honest let's let's finish this off by googling iconic picture of a <laughs> canadian prime minister and if i press enter the first result that brings me back, it's Canada iconic photos, 112 best Canadian prime ministers images on Pinterest. Oh, look, it's it's pandas and Trudeau made out of butter. That's so sweet. If I click on images, literally every photo, with the exception of like two, are of Justin Trudeau. The first one here is a picture of some old guy, Sir Wilfred Laurier. Uh, oh, sorry if he's like one of your greatest prime ministers, but I yes. don't know who he is. <laughs> There's a picture of uh, Justin Trudeau looking like Keanu Reeves uh, with long hair, <laughs> looking like a stoner. And then there's a photo of uh, Justin Trudeau holding his hand on his chest with the Canadian maple leaf in the background. I think that's probably the scene when he forgot about Alberta. So, um... <laughs> And, of course, you have an iconic photo of Justin Trudeau staring at Donald Trump's open hand. Clearly, the iconic Prime Ministers of Canada... All boarded down to Justin Trudeau, Justin Trudeau. Oh, and there's a picture of a very happy Justin Trudeau getting sprayed with water and a rainbow flag in the background. So. Uh, there is one thing I will say, though. Uh, when you said iconic pictures, and this is something that the uh, butter sculptors of Toronto, whatever you are, need to do, is uh, the only picture I can remember was uh, Jean Chrétien, who was our prime minister probably for almost a decade, uh, the late 90s to uh, maybe about 2006, I think is when he finished, so 1997, 2006. Uh, He had a tendency to, I guess, get pushy with people who got in his face. And there was this one time that somebody in the crowd was kind of being a little bit too aggressive. So even as prime minister, he basically grabs the guy and chokes him. If you look up picture Jean Chrétien, J-E-A-N, C H R E T I N. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Cretchen choking. You will see, and he has parodied this picture on multiple occasions. But there are several pictures of the guy that he basically grabbed and choked in the middle of a crowd while he was the sitting prime minister. Wow, that's um, so un-Canadian. <laughs> that's a Donald Trump move. Very un-Canadian man. Very popular man just because of that. That's kind of the way the Canadians are. Once you do something that's un-Canadian, we love you for it. Is, um, it? So. Didn't, Trudeau needs to choke those pandas in order to really get popular here. Trudeau push someone out of the way in Parliament, and like I saw that on John Oliver that basically there was a big thing in Canada because he like walked past a woman in Parliament and kind of pushed her, and then oh, it was a big yeah. controversy that he pushed someone in Parliament and then basically spent the next ten minutes apologising for it. So Canadian, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was probably being a little bit too pushy or aggressive, but it was also a little bit blown out of proportion. Again, another story that Canadians really had no interest in. <laughs> Clearly, clearly, that and butter sculpting. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we let you go, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything to add. We didn't plan this, but, I mean, there might be something else in Canada that's happened this week that you want us to know, or is, is that it? 
there's nothing. There's a butter shortage that um, <laughs> we're all very hungry here. The national crisis of butter shortage. <laughs> Colin, thank you for joining us, and uh, we look forward to next week seeing the Wayne Gretzky sculpture made out of poop. <laughs> Now, if you're a fan of uh, my work, and for both of you out there, Catherine and the Shedmeister, we appreciate uh, your support of those. Uh, but uh, you would have heard recently the Oz Network uh, has been covering movies that I made. Uh, we're filling in a few gaps before we do some coverage of some other films. And uh, we did a, a interesting little uh, recap of the Kill Phil uh, a few uh, about a week ago, last week, and this week we're about to release Killfield Two. Colin and I recorded this yesterday, and we're releasing it this Thursday. So you're going to get a bit of a snippet of this before anybody else. Uh, this is um, basically Colin and I talking up a scene in the movie where this is Killfield Two, where I basically lip sync to the song all by myself. It's kind of a parody of Bridget Jones. Now you would have heard Josh uh, on this show a few weeks ago talking about our experiences filming Killfield Two, and uh, yeah, we we thought this was worth sharing. Just the reactions from uh, Colin and myself as we try and decode my filmmaking techniques. But we're going to get to this scene because you want to get to this scene. We all want to get to this scene. Yeah. Um, I look. I don't. I cannot remember for the life of me why we did this. Uh, <laughs> I know why. The next, <laughs> because the next scene is essentially the Ben Water with Vanity Br- Project. It's more a Bridget Jones ripoff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So the next scene is simply me in my office drinking what looks like a bottle of water again. It's vodka, um, lip syncing to all by myself uh, <laughs> for all five minutes of the song. <laughs> and it basically, if you didn't get what is meant to happen at the end, I get so distraught that I inject myself with heroin. <laughs> is that what? We had, like, a fake doctor's kit, which we you barely see, like, the stethoscope at any point. And there was, like, a fake needle in it, and I really wanted to use it. So, yeah, there's meant to basically be uh, overzealous drug use in this movie, <laughs> where I get so depressed, I have to inject myself with heroin. Um, now, we actually also were planning, because we did film Josh also lip-syncing to All By Myself. Uh, there's a slight bit in one of the blooper reels that you'll see of him in it, but I need Never, I just didn't use it because it didn't have any purpose in the movie. Neither did this scene. But um, so yeah, and now it's funny that you say like all five minutes of it. Uh, pretty much, uh, my video production teacher said that this film was so bad and decided to use this scene as the exception as to why did you even have that? Why did you have to have yourself in this lip syncing all by yourself? It made no sense to the movie. The movie was doing okay up to that point, and it completely took away from the entire Wait, film. It was doing okay. Okay up until now? <laughs> this is okay? Apparently. Uh, <laughs> this is why people can't graduate in Hobart. <laughs> but um, <laughs> call it the Ben Wallace Vanity Project if you like. I at least had fun acting that scene. <laughs> yeah, it shows. <laughs> anyway, say what you want about it, Colin. <laughs> oh my, your feelings are going to be so hurt. <laughs> I already are. <laughs> so, this is another moment that Ben didn't know the camera was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> this also happens to uh, be how Ben spends his Saturday nights when Nick and I aren't available to record. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> Um, I actually do think your performance in it is kind of funny. Uh, if it was like maybe a minute, minute and a half, 
I'm with your teacher. Five minutes in, I'm actually just like, just let it be done. I was verbally saying, Jamie's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this scene, it's never ending. <laughs> what did Jamie think of it? <laughs> she was just looking at like everything else in the movie. She's like, what am I watching? <laughs> Another actual quote from the DVD cover. <laughs> um, I mean, I was laughing during this, but it was kind of more of like a sad laughter. <laughs> like, I'm so sad he spent this much time wasting his, his education. <laughs> Clearly education's worked out for me so well. I'm podcasting about this film 12 years He's later. podcasting about his own vanity projects. That's a double vanity project you're listening to this week on the Oz Network. And wait till we do the recap of the recap of Kill Bill <laughs> Remember that part of the recap where Colin was laughing about me? Uh, if there was any hope for this to get a rented, it is gone after all by myself. Come on, just, just, I'm watching it right now. The dramatic stabbing of my arm as I rip the sleeve up. The dramatic fall down to the ground as I throw away the needle. I fall on my back. My glasses apparently have disappeared. And I'm just on the floor screaming in agony. I'm so by myself, Colin. I know, that's, Great acting. You see, that's what made it so sad is it was so believable. You know you've been there. <laughs> you mean have? I'm still there. <laughs> This is this is after the lengthy audition process for the role of Matilda. <laughs> Why can't I get a girl to kiss me? <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, it's probably your best acting scene of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm not acting. <laughs> it is funny in an unintentional way, I guess. Probably the hardest I laughed in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) My stomach is so sore. (laughs) I had dental surgery 48 hours ago. My stitches have come out, I think. (laughs) How are you going to explain that to the dentist? How did you do this, Colin? Oh, I just watched a guy singing all by myself. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see how much of a loser he is, dentist? <laughs> Just wait until he fakes shooting up heroin and you'll get the joke. The funniest bit is the heroin scene. I've got this depressed guy drinking a bottle of vodka and shooting himself with heroin. It's comedy gold. In all honesty, forget about uh, my stitches. The last time I sweat this much, I was running a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest scene in the history of film. <laughs> I tweeted that out. You saw me tweet. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people, we know based on the YouTube numbers versus the download numbers, we know a lot of people are not watching the movie. You need to watch <laughs> Yeah, I think we had. I think Kill Bill One's like had over three hundred downloads. Yet the movie on YouTube had like seventeen views. 
That's like Catherine the Shed Meister. Actually, because I, I can look at the um the watch time. It gives you statistics on YouTube, like how long people watch it for. And, okay, here's an example. Noah, who is coming back soon. Yay, save us, Noah. Um, he said that he listened to the episode, which is, you know, cool. But then he's I, he didn't tell me if he watched the movie or not. Now, he was in Malaysia during the week, and I've looked at the analytics of the, uh, the watch time, and it's got there, someone in Malaysia has watched this movie for nine minutes. <laughs> that was the first one, not the second one yet. So I'm going to be interested to see what the watch size has happened. Noah literally gave up watching Kill Phil 1 after nine minutes. <laughs> That's about five minutes longer than most people, but still. <laughs> oh, we have reached a point here on the Oz Network. We are literally <laughs> covering my so called vanity project. <laughs> We have spent a good five minutes just cracking up laughing over something that happens to me every night in real life. <laughs> I can't wait till we cover a movie where there's a person like getting so distraught over their baby crying every like ten seconds they throw it against the wall. <laughs> oh my lord. Uh, <laughs> what happens after this? <laughs> It's all a blur. <laughs> Is there anything after this? Isn't that the end of the movie? Nothing that lives up to this. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Bin it. <laughs> Can I just point out, my stomach legitimately was so sore after recording that segment. Uh, I don't think I laughed ever hard, as hard as I had during a podcast segment as that. It was... Uh, very funny. And if you think that sounds funny and you wish to hear that, uh, tune into the Oz Network this Thursday. Uh, you can search us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Facebook. Uh, we're just plugging ourselves. But you can download that uh, this week, the full recap. It's actually a really fun episode. Well, it's time to close it all out for our 40th episode and also our final episode for August. We move into September next, and that was, of course, the month last year that we started this uh, this rebooted podcast again. So we're approaching the year anniversary of uh, bringing this back to your speakers. But uh, just a couple of side notes before we close it out. We're going to hear our 2012 in the mix as we didn't play that for you last week, so we'll get to that. In just a moment, but obviously you've been following The Brink Unleashed 7, has been doing great guns on YouTube. We thank everybody who has uh, tuned in and watched it. Obviously, uh, we had the deleted scenes released last week. Today, we have released a little montage kind of celebrating the 10th anniversary of The Brink Unleashed series. Just a short little clip to the My Chemical Romance uh, song, uh, Welcome to the Black Parade, which, of course, if long-term viewers of The Brink and listeners would remember, we did a little montage of that back, I think, 2008 to Josh and myself doing silly things, because why wouldn't we? So uh, you can find that on our YouTube page and also on our Facebook page. And uh, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel while you are on there as well. Well, in the meantime, we'll be back next week for episode 41 of the Brink Podcast. More great stuff coming your way. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and also on Stitcher if you do not use an Apple product. If you miss these episodes too, they're also available on YouTube. We do upload the audio for these on YouTube as well. And uh, we appreciate all your support and hope that you enjoy the show as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. But we're going to close it out right now with our 2012 in the mix, hearing some highlights from the year that was 2012. Until next week, Hobart, keep sucking those oranges. And good night. What's the text message, Sam? I'm intrigued. It's, it's from, it's from uh, Brian for ba- from Baghdad. I love Baghdad. It's a lot better since they cleared out some of the troops. Yeah. Oh, oh wrong place. Sorry. Wrong bag dad. Wrong bag dad. Brian, is it? Okay, she's done 10 boob jobs. All right. (laughs)
Oh, ten? Yeah. Ten? I'd stop at two, maybe. Three. Fail, fail times ten. Uh, I'm going to say no foul for the pitcher. Um, right. Uh, fail because it's <laughs> damaged goods. Ben, I have looked through my legislation, and uh, yes, I do have the power to arrest Mr. O'Byrne under the You Chicken Act of 1984. Oh, right. I'm not familiar with one of these ones. Now, is this based in any particular moment, or just it's just a chicken act? Just a chicken act, Ben. Yeah, they are dangerous. I've often thought that if the zombie apocalypse, if apocalypse came, I would put, I'd weld two arias together, <laughs> so like an awesome zombie-killing I'm not sure that I've got enough working years in front of me to do that. Oh, now, come on. How old were some of these people? I mean, wasn't Ronald Reagan in his 80s when he became premier, uh, president? Premier, jeez. 80s, was he? I don't know, 70s or 80s or something like that. So you got you got plenty of time there, Mark. And you can definitely make a song about uh, visiting Mona of the day. You can add a few references in your Mona, songs. Mona, Mona, Mona. <laughs> <laughs> he is, and uh, big Jason Laycock. That was a beautiful kick from the left forward flank straight out into centre-half forward and the centre-half forward there kicking it on to uh, whatever the player is who's got the ball now. I've forgotten his name, Ben. 27. 27, the big 27, a special birthday to celebrate. So send him in and uh, maybe send him some cake if there's any female listeners coming in as well because we want to attract the females in, not only for ourselves but Dean as well. Dean loves the ladies just like we all do. Is that correct, Dean? Come on now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> ben, I demanded it. I, I demanded it happen. <laughs> well, I, I, I have been too long. Yes, this cat really is a helicopter, and yes, it's really dead. And these are the facts. <laughs> so then what, stuffed a cat and shoved a propeller in its head? Yes, that's right, Ben. <laughs> Well, we we would have you'd have you know we wouldn't have to worry about the whole hour I have to spend every morning in hair makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just rock up in my jammies. What can I say? I mean, I've got that, that luxury. Nice. That'd be an hour I spend in bed. You know what amazes me is that after 24 seasons, the doggone participants still don't know how to play the damn game. <laughs> That's what drives me crazy. Oh, he threw that word down. What a gold medal for Australia. And what are they going to wear when they do the poetry? Do they Shakespeare. Have... Shakespeare yeah. attire. And as for the Shire, I can't believe some of the stuff they do on TV these days. So I watched about five minutes of it, gave myself a good whack in the face, and then just uh, changed the channel. <laughs> be good if I had some uh, <laughs> microphone there. It would be, wouldn't it? Yes. Tell, tell, him, tell him he had this journalism degree. Anyway, um... Because <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble no matter what I start answering that question. I'm going to get in trouble. So well, no look, look. <laughs> I don't know what Chicken they sausage. <laughs> Pork. Pork <laughs> sausage. Beef. Yeah. Beef. Throwing a kangaroo sausage yeah. on there on Australia Day. She was just like, eh, I'm never going to win it anyway. And she'd just jump off the pole or step off the thing or whatever. You know, that's... that. That kind of makes me a little upset. Yes, yes, Ben, a number of players out there actually having a cigarette at the moment. And, Ben, look, I've just noticed that neither team this evening has chosen to go on with any bearded players. Interesting decision. Well, you've got your Edge Radio shirt. I've got my bigger <laughs> volleyball winner. He's got his well, sounds going to go to work shirt. and earn money. He's got a classy, plain blue polo <laughs> shirt. They've all, they've all taken my idea, but I, I would have been into that. I would have kicked 15, 20 every week, and I would, I would have got the credit for 20,000. <laughs> so, Kamadi Footy Club, shame on you, President. Shame on you. Is that spelt T-E-A-N-O-S-U-K-L-G-A-S-U-Y-A? You do know your spelling, I do. Yeah, I just had to double-check there on my baby name book. 
Oh, uh, it's, it's just a normal tasty cheese, but it has to be grilled. It can't taste like cheese. It's going to be melted yeah, on a piece of bread? Yeah, not, not raw. Well, to you, the biggest what-if moment and the best challenge. Spider challenge. <laughs> well, hello, Troy. <laughs> Spider challenge, we'll take that. It was the one where it was the final, I believe it was the final eight challenge. <laughs> yes, I love that one too. It was the best. I have to say that I believe that he might have Chuck Norris type qualities, Reen Westbury. So when he gets a bit older, my goodness, uh, he, he'll be unstoppable. I'll find out for you and I'll get it to you. But um, yeah, no, I know that was in the media a little bit here actually. Are you <laughs> I will now that you say that. Kind of thrown it out there. No, it's cool, bro. I got you. We reckon you guys can go on and win this training. We'll yes. give you that much of a confidence yes. boost that uh, you'll go out there and you'll, you'll win the Grand Slam. Kind of sad. Probably would have characterized some snares. You just see that. You just chuck in the tie. I mean, go back on the Tuesday. I love a chocolate cake with nothing nice. That's exactly what I was expecting you to say. I love that authenticity. I think it's really important for people to talk about when things don't quite go right. And yeah, Hobart, stop pulling my pants down. And we're going back to <laughs> back to the ID. Oh, we're gonna relive that one next week. But until next week, Hobart, please do keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Do keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those Olympic oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges and good night.